Welcome to another Books and Culture podcast with Books and Culture's editor, John Wilson. I'm Stan Guthrie. Hi, John. Looks like we have another journal to discuss. Yes. In fact, it's called The Other Journal, and it had been a long time since I had seen a copy of the print edition. I had seen a number of pieces on the web, but it had been years, actually, since I'd held a copy of the print edition in my hand. And the issue I'm holding now, the most recent one, issue number 23, which is on the theme of body. And you can see it has a very excellent painting on the cover. And the format of the journal is different from the last time I saw it. It's much more impressive visually. And it's also, as it has been for a long time, something that very much repays reading. Who publishes it? Well, it's based at the... Seattle School of Theology and Psychology. There's a lot of affinity between what we do at Books and Culture and what they do, not in the details, but in a kind of broad vision in the sense that they publish really meaty pieces, substantial essays that try to relate theology to every aspect of our experience. And at the same time, they publish pieces that have to do with subjects, in this case, body, subjects like miscarriage, that are more personal essays. I love the fact that they're not afraid of carrying on in the same pages, let's say, a high-level theological conversation, and on the other hand, very personal essays. That is a meaty-looking journal indeed. How often does it come out? Twice a year. As I mentioned, the theme of this issue is the body. I think there's a lot in here that many readers of books and culture would find interesting. There's an excellent interview with Barbara Brown Taylor. Interviews are one of their strengths. A few months ago, they did an interview with the theologian Sarah Coakley. We have a Mm -hmm. piece about Sarah Coakley in the issue that just went to the printer, the November-December issue. It was the best interview that I've seen with Sarah Coakley. There are other things here, too, that I think would be of interest to a wide range of books and culture readers. I would say a couple of reservations about the issue, friendly observations. One is that in introducing the issue, the editors don't really frame the discussion of the body in the context of a tremendous amount of discussion of the theme of the body that has been going on for probably 25 years or so, and to the point where in academic circles, there are you know literally hundreds and hundreds of books sure. that in some way or another, and many conferences, and, and maybe even a critique of that. Another thing, it would be great if they could have a wider range of views. People sometimes use this term, the Christian left. I don't really find it a very helpful term, but in some ways... Over the years, the other journal has been a strong source of representing some of what people talk about (laughs) when they they say the Christian left, a certain set of concerns, and that's well represented in this issue, you know, issues like racism, capital punishment, and so on. I'm not objecting to that at all. I just think that it would be good if there was more variety. Now, there is some variety, so that, for instance, there's a piece in here by someone I hadn't read before writing about children, refuting the notion that 
you know, the world faces this huge problem of overpopulation and so mm. on. And so that's something that you might not expect. For instance, there's a long essay. It's called Soulful Resistance, Theological Body Knowledge on Tennessee's Death Row. It would have been fascinating if they had gotten someone from the opposite point of view, someone who is a Christian, who thinks theologically, but who believes in the death penalty, to write about that. Again, you can't do everything, and what they do is a wonderful, rich example of how to think theologically both about the kinds of questions of doctrine and so on that people typically think of when they think of the word theology, but also everything in our experience. I'm really pleased to see how the journal appears to be flourishing, and I would say long may they thrive.